Welcome to the Healing Hour. I am your host, Athena Rodriguez, and we'll be having some healing conversations. Hello everyone and welcome to today's episode of the Healing Hour. Today we have our guest. I'm going to let her introduce herself and tell her a little tell y'all a little bit more about who she is, what she does, and yeah. Hello you guys. My name is Alexis, Alexis Medina on Instagram. I am uh, actually I'm not from Houston. I am from DC, been out here about 3 years. Love it. I'm a true Houstonian now. Uh, <laughs> yes, I know that. yes, I am. Uh, I went to the rodeo uh, this past rodeo, yeah. and I, that's when my fiance was like, "Now you're officially from Houston." Oh yeah, perfect. You gotta hang up that DC card now. Oh, I will never <laughs> hang it up. But you know, this is where I reside now. Yay. <laughs> um, so yeah, I am a CNA. I just went and got my real estate license, and I um, I'm a new mom, first yes. and foremost, and I love it. So, yeah, we're just working towards a goal here. We love a multifaceted baddie. Mm-hmm. Yes. So tell me a little bit more of, like, because, girl, I haven't, like, before, like, our little meeting last week, I haven't seen you in so long because you've been doing the mommy stuff. I know. The mommy the mommy game took me out. <laughs> it, it took me out. Um, it sat me down. Right. <laughs> All the way down. Like, how was that transition? Because you're, you know, like, I feel like we're still considered, like, young, like, young parents. Yeah, you know? I would consider myself still right, young. Like, like, we're not, like we're not teen parents. Exactly how old I like, will be this coming November. Right. You're not a but, teen mom, but you're a young mom. Yes, I am. Um, honestly, it's great. Like, the transition was a lot. It, it was hard. It, mm. it Mentally, it was hard. It was like, you know you don't... You, you, Cause I, I was in the nightlife for about ten years, mm-hmm. and so it's like half you is ready to go, but the half you don't, other half you doesn't want to lose right. that the fun, the uppity part of you. Like I thought during my whole pregnancy, like, oh, I'm not gonna be the same person. Aww. Like I'm not gonna be the same, you know, free spirit, uppity, always in it. And after I had the baby, it was like, it was a great change. It was a blessing. Like. Don't get me wrong. I I put my mind already there during my pregnancy. Like mm-hmm. I, I was already out of the nightlife. Like I was when but when I met my fiance, I was already getting out of getting out of the game. Mm. So when I met him, it, it was like okay, this is more stability added on to what I'm looking for, and it, it gave me more confidence and it gave me strength to to keep up and you know. I had somebody to cater to at home. Exactly, you know, girl. It's different. Care. He didn't care about me getting up, putting makeup on, and doing my hair. And all that. Man, I walked around the house looking like I, <laughs> with my meeks in. <laughs> Not the meeks. I had the meeks the, in yesterday. The little bow wows. <laughs> <laughs> Proudly. Yeah, I'm like, you're going to love me and all of me. 
Right. Okay. Duh, I feel that though. Like it was, just, it was a different vibe. Yes. Like no, this girl's going places. No, you definitely were too. Trust me, you were a big inspo with a lot of the stuff that you got going on. Thank you, girl. And believe it or not, like I found myself a few times laying in bed, you know, looking at your page, like, wow, I'm proud of her. Oh, like she you. really is like doing her big one right now. And that's how I feel about you too. I see you on your mommy stuff. I see you on your. This girl went and got a CNA certificate and a real estate license. Yes. Like girl, like yes, yes, she. Yes. She dropped that baby and didn't waste no time. It was hard. Uh, everybody told me, you know, uh, you're going to be tired. You're not going to be able to get through none of this stuff. You're going to be pregnant. Man, I went and sat in class for hours. I finished my real estate literally three weeks before the baby came. That and is And I was crazy. like, that's God. Because the baby came early. You know, the baby was like eight weeks early. Um. I did that, and then, you know, once I started, once I, you know, did the test and all that, I realized, okay, well, I'm not going to be making no money right now. Yeah. I got to find one, somebody I, I want to work with that I can fit into their team. So I'm still looking. It's still taking some time. Um, I still got a few of the things I got to accomplish in my real estate, though. Um, but that's why I went for my CNA. One, I wanted to have it just to fall back on. Um, right. Two, there's always a job needed in healthcare. Always. And they get paid money. Like, they make healthcare money is great money. And, you know, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, my fiance, he is very well off. You know, like, I'm, he tells me all the time, baby, you know, you you don't have to work. You don't have to do all this. The hustle's different over here. I want want to, (laughs) like, and I'm naturally, like, I care for people. I'm a nurturer. So I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll do the CNA. I'll do it just to fall back. And if I, that's something I want to do. Keep. I'm gonna just keep doing it. If I want to go for my nursing, hey, I'll give it a year. I'll, I'll go for the nursing program as well. There's so many. I, my mind used to be so close-minded, like yeah. just one income coming in. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not gonna lie. I was just, you know, that nightlife. Right. You can get caught up in it quick. You can get good caught up, bad caught up. Bad caught up. And um, for me, it was just the money. I was just working every single day. Um, it's different in Texas. Like, it's fast-paced, mm-hmm. very much uh, competitive. Right. It's very much competitive. Cutthroat. Yeah. Oh, Houston, it's period, is cutthroat. It's Houston, period. Like, there's Houston really, and I said this in my, uh, my other uh, episode, too, like, it really... Like, being, you know, you're from up north, too. Like, because mm-hmm. D.C.'s still considered up north. Like, we got this reputation of being rude and brisk and whatever and being short to the point, yeah. you know, because I'm from Boston. Mm-hmm. But there was nothing like moving to Texas. These people, it's not like they're, it's not like they're straightforward. Yeah. Like, northern people and just real and honest and raw and rude. But they're <laughs> That's like. That's what they call us, rude. Yeah, they're friendly, but they're at the same time, they're cutthroat. Like, when I first moved here, when I first moved to Texas, I was thrown off. Like, people were so nice to me. It was, like, random people who I didn't even know. Like, I could be walking in a grocery store and, hey, how are you? What you doing? How, uh, what you do with your day-to-day? Wow, you look great. I'm like, why the hell are you <laughs> Why are you talking to me? Why are you in my business? <laughs> like, yeah, that a lot of time they're friendly, but they want something out of you. This is that they southern hospitality out, out here. It, yeah. D.C., Baltimore. Philly, Jersey, New York, uh, Virginia, autumn spots. No, they are not friendly. No, not friendly at all. In Boston, they'll talk. To, they'll talk to you rough, but they're at the same time. I don't feel like they're like as shysty. Mm-hmm. 
There's people in Houston. Like, I really had a rude awakening when I moved to Houston. I'm like, nobody cares about me here. Mm-hmm. So, like, because, you know, we talked about how addictive that money is. Because it is. And so it's so hard for girls to pivot into assimilating into, like, but, like, a nine to five, a, like a traditional, like can allow you to live and a normal running life. a business. Yeah, like right. a res- I want to be very careful about my words because. <laughs> oh please, because you know we want you know. to we get a lot of backlash. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> I'm trying to be real careful, but just assimilating with the rest of the world because it's a whole different world within itself. Like the rules are different, the people are oh. different, the times of day are different. Yes. So it's like, how do you get out of that? Because I, I feel like for me. It was like, if I'm not working at like like a club or a lounge or something like where I can see my money right in hand, mm-hmm. it like I had to get used to that. So what made you pivot? Like what inside of you was like? Let me slow down for my fiance. Oh, so I really wanted a family. Mm. I really wanted love. I really wanted like to slow my life my life down you know I was outside I was outside (laughs) I was outside we went went outside a couple times we had a time we had we had a blast (laughs) so um just to have something different it was like it was like this feeling I had inside of me I kept thinking about it I was dreaming about it I was waking up like Mm, like mm. sad, just my my energy was different. Every time I went to the club to go work, like something always went wrong. Like I was getting mm. little signs from like it could have been anything, argument with somebody next to me, or argument I had with somebody, or not getting all my money, or or I got too drunk at night when work, or it was just sign after sign after sign after sign that let me know like okay, something. It was so, something that something was... gotta give. Like I'm not, I I. At one point, I prayed, like, every morning. And, um, you know, me and him, we met each other, and we got we got real, real serious. And once I, once me and him met, like, after, like, a few weeks, I already stopped. Because mm. I was like, okay, if this is what I want, I need to, one, show him and show myself this first. Let me just stop. Let me just stop. Mm. I took that risk. I was like, even though I know, and no, no funds going to be coming in right now. Right. And, you know, that same money, that same, that the, the pace is completely different. Mm-hmm. So it was one hell of a transition, but I couldn't have done it without him. Right. You know, like, he motivated me, and he gave me faith that there is so much more, and I have the potential to do so much more if that's what I wanted to do. Right. But we were really just focused on having a family, focused on love, focused on our friendship, focused on us. You know, mm. he was changing himself as well. You know, like we were both transitioning from certain things. Like it took time while he's in, but it takes a little bit. It takes a little bit. Teamwork makes dream work, right? You know, and then nothing com- nothing comes easy. Uh-oh. Nothing good comes easy, and uh, I was up for it. I was up for the challenge. I was up for the roller coaster. It ain't nothing it was that one you fucking hell of a roller coaster. Live through, you know, like it you. <laughs> Like that nightlife, de- you develop a tough skin, oh, so yeah. it's nothing that you can't live through. I for me, the hardest part, because I also like stop cold turkey. Like, you know, like I was like, I'm I'm so I'm stopping even hanging out with people that 
losing that's my really life. what I was it like, is I gotta too. stop even just going out like and, I have to stop going out in order to change that lifestyle you gotta cut off everything that come with it right and even when I did cut that lifestyle there was just certain people I couldn't let go of yeah and um, now I have like I have one man one man, one band. One, one man, one band. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> one man, know. one band. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, yeah, this is the other that little eviction notice. <laughs> yes, I. Um, you know, it's a few people I still talk to, and um, but a lot of friendships grew. We grew apart. We were just on different paths, different things, and um, I still got love for everybody. You know, everybody taught me something. Right. Something good, something bad, but. Me personally, what I know, what I needed to accomplish for myself and for my son and for my family, I had to let go of certain people and certain things. Right. Whether it was wrong or right, it's I had scary to though. Do it. It's scary Those though to let go of people that you know that you have to make if you want to succeed in whatever you're doing. Not everybody can go to the top with you. A word. You know? A word. And A I, word. like, I'm telling you, girl, like, I used to be that woman that was so, like, no, whoever's with me, going to the top with me. Yeah. Day one, stay one. Day one, stay one. I got you, boo. When I get some money, I got dollars. Like, God's like, hey, we're not going to let you elevate if you don't cut off that dead weight. You know? <laughs> and, like, it goes to family, too. Like, I don't yeah. just want to speak on friendships. Like It's, it's all relationships. Every, everything. All relationships. Friendships, relationships, uh, relationships with family, um, business relationships. Like, mm-hmm. and that was a positive thing coming out of the strip club, too. I met a lot of people in different businesses that had, you know, that gave me different advice, gave me different input. And, um, and you know, that really actually, that still reach out to me to this day, you know, and they see I'm doing my thing. They congratulate right. me. They give me my flowers. Yes. And I'm like, like, hey, well, when you're ready to get in the field, shit. let me yeah. know. I'm like, see? Exactly. All these the networking and the clubs and all the relationships, you know what's real when it comes back to you. Like, there's something that comes out of it. Like, despite mm-hmm. despite being down there and, and, you know what I'm saying, and having to grind it out or whatever, like, even though you can't take everybody, you can yeah. still take the lessons. Like, for me, it was on some, it was, like, the same thing. Like, I was on some, like, you know, like, I'm never going to change who I am. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not, not, I'm not yeah, too good yeah, for anybody. Like I'm not too good for anybody. Like, I'm a person now one of us on this earth is worth more than the next person. Like, I don't mm-hmm. care how much money, how much clout, how much whatever. We all got the same 24 hours. We are, we are all equal. So to me, whenever people were telling me, yeah, once you get your big girl job, you're going to, you're not going to have, you're not going to relate to these people no more. Mm-hmm. I didn't believe it because I'm like, no, nah, I'm too real. Like I'm too I down for my people. That when I had, when I got pregnant, just watch who's around and watch who ain't around. You Once know? you pray that prayer, though, and you know the prayer that, like, take everything that ain't for me out. Like, I feel like God has a... scary a, prayer. God got a 24-hour turnaround. Like, can we talk about that? <laughs> he got a 24-hour turnaround. I just want I want people to understand how strong Don't pray it unless you don't mean it. Is because next minute you know, your lover might be out the door. Everybody going. The next... <laughs> Yo, yo, best friend might be up there. You sitting there, I'm like, you got to be sure you're ready for that type of commitment and that what you're, what you're asking for. The words are powerful and the tongue is even more powerful. Right. You know, like, 
God don't play and God don't like ugly and God listens to you even though it, it some days it may not seem like it, God is listening to you. Exactly. He knows he knows your heart. He's so listening right now. The whole time that you thought <laughs> you thought that things weren't going your way because like, oh, like this person was playing with your money or this is not but the whole time, God's like, no, I'm going to make this so inconvenient to you to a point where you don't even want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And that was just, that was my story, too. Like, it was like I was going into work crying. Like, I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> it's draining. It's like when you get home from a long day of work and yeah. you take your bar off and you're mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. <laughs> man, I'm done. it was like. I am done. Yeah, I can't take no more. But that's like he's showing you, do you want to grow? Or do you want to do you want to be comfortable, or do you want to grow? You know, and that's and up that's to you. That's what I was. I got. I, I don't. I wouldn't say I was lost in the nightlife. I was comfortable. Girls, girls in the club are more cutthroat than like men in business meetings. Like I swear to God, like yo, <laughs> yeah, they will get in there and act like they don't know you. Be, it's me. It's me. Listen, my fiance is very. He's <laughs> listen. He is when he's means business. He means business. Very very punctual. Very very on the. That's his. T- that's his eyes and crosses his teeth. Right. Okay. So there's nothing that can get past this man. But when it comes to females, they got kids at home. Yeah. They got other people's kids that they're taking care yeah. of. They have like all types of things going. That's why. I, that's why in the beginning of the episode, I was like, I'm. I'm trying to choose my words, but because it is a full time job, Very and it's much something so. that you have to be strategic about, and it's. And you're your own boss at that. You have to be smart in order to navigate the game and come out on top. You have to be one of the smartest because mm-hmm. it's so easy to get caught up in influences and caught up in the game and caught up in and this and that. Like, yeah. You know, so you being so young and being able to literally have a part two of your life. I know. And it's so, you know, I've never thought about it like that. Thank you. Um <laughs> It's definitely a part two. Right. It's a sequel. Um, and I love it. It's amazing. Motherhood is great. I love my son so much. Oh, my goodness. So what's like, okay, I know you I know, I know. know you handle being up late at the club like a boss, but how is being up late with a baby? It's so <laughs> much different. Like, now he sleeps through the night. I don't have, I don't have any issues with him. He's not a cranky baby. Only when he's hungry or wants to get changed. Um, but in the beginning, I was fucking sleep deprived. Mm. Uh, on top of postpartum, like I was getting no sleep, and you know, I don't think he really took postpartum as serious. Let's talk about that. Let's talk he about how think. people don't know what postpartum is and what it does to you. I okay. So the last few months of my pregnancy, I'm not gonna lie, I was terrified. Mm. I was terrified to go through postpartum. Um, I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know how I was going to feel. I didn't know what was going to happen with me and my fiancé. It was so much going through my mind, like, am I going to have the patience when the baby's up crying on it? Like, no, Mm. like, listen, it was so much going through my mind that a lot of moms don't know how to deal with. And I'm still learning how to deal with this stuff. He, um... He definitely didn't understand it at first until he seen it. Yeah. It was a time where I couldn't get off of bed. You know, like, I was crying for no reason. Aww. I was just eating. Um, some days I wouldn't eat at all. You know, we were arguing more, and mm. it wasn't even our argument. And, um, 
you know, I wasn't, I wasn't getting out the bed. I wasn't doing my hair. I wasn't, I completely like lost myself. Mm. And um, what got me back in the game, what got me back feeling like myself, I started going to the gym. Ooh. And uh, everyone told me, will tell me, uh, yeah, just, you know, try working out. It's a good stress relief. It helped my postpartum. Yeah, I got my body done before I had my baby, so <laughs> I wasn't going to no gym. I laid on that table. <laughs> Girl. I laid on that table. So when I got into the working out, I was like, hmm, I feel really fucking good. Right. Like, after my workout, yeah, I was sore to the bitch the next day. <laughs> but I felt fucking great. Right. Headspace was clear. Um, and I just started to love me more and appreciate mm. me more. You know, like, I felt not good enough. Did you have, like, depression before the baby? Like, like have you gone through depression? Yeah. Um, I used to go through depression real bad. Like Same. Is I it the same as postpartum, or was it, like, a little different? It or? was more intense. Mm. It was... The, no, well, the postpartum was more intense. What I was going through before was kind of like, okay, snap the fuck out of it. Like, yeah, that was it harder to bounce. It was harder to bounce back. Mm. Mm. It was like it was really, really bad. Like I would just drink. Mm. I would sleep all day. Go to go to work. Drink at work. Come home. Do it all over again. Ate out all the time. Sometimes if I did. Um, I, I was, I never, when I walked out my front door at my house, it was always a smile. No one ever knew what was going on. Right. You know, and that was my problem. Depression doesn't have a look. I kept everything and I still, still do that sometimes, you know, um, I'm working on it. It's, it's a work in progress, but, uh, it, man, it was hard. It was really hard, but the postpartum was even harder for me. Um, like, you know, when I first had the baby, I was, he was in the, he was early, he was eight weeks early, he was mm. in the NICU, he was a preemie baby, Aww. and, um, he was in the hospital for about over a month, but, um, they would have let me leave the hospital until about, like, a week after I had him, mm. and that's when I first hit me, the postpartum, like, I was laying in the hospital room, and they're like, do you want to go down to see this baby? And I'm like, I want to, but I don't want him to see me like this. And I don't want him to. It was a lot. And I think that kind of softened Trey up a little bit. Oh, okay. You know, like, so he was empathetic. like he. Yeah. And, you know, but when he really seen what, was, what I was really going through, mm. you know, it was like, okay, I get it. I get it now. <laughs> so that's that's like key is like having a supportive partner. Yeah, and he's very Help very supportive. Like he helps me with everything. Like I'll be like, okay, I'm about to change the baby. He's like, no, baby, I got it. I'll change the baby. Okay, I'm about to feed him. No, 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 it's okay. I do. Like you know, he'll let me sleep in, get my sleep, and um, yo, know, he's like the best partner Aww. I could ask for. I love that for you, to, girl. Honestly, I love that like, for you. I, I, I love, love to it. see my friends being loved. I love it. You know how many stories people try to tell me to terrify me? <laughs> nah, I love love. I'm cheering on. You know, I'm cheering like, you on. First time dads, and I'm like... Don't make the, don't make no, their story your story. No, not at all, because he loves being a dad. Right. Okay, okay. and he loves being my fiance. Hear it. We love to hear it. So... Okay, when I went through the 
postpartum and that whole healing process. Um, mm-hmm. It, if we're being completely honest, I'm still going through it. Right. It's still you new. Know, the baby's like the baby. My baby's two days old. Like, <laughs> <laughs> girl, he's right there. He's five months. Um, and I'm still going through it. I have my days. Mm. You know, I have my days where I'm snappy. I have my days where I'm sad. Where I don't want to get out of the bed. Where I'm just continuously eating. Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he he'd be like, "Oh, are you are you okay? What's wrong? Are you pregnant again? Oh are you no! Eating so much or <laughs> like, I'm just so hungry. I don't know why I keep eating, but I'm hungry. Um, sorry, you guys. That's my son. <laughs> he's letting it know that he's here. Okay. He said, "I want to say later. something." Bye, bye. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I um. <laughs> I really want to, you know, open the door on that more for a conversation for ladies, make it more comfortable, which is one of the reasons why we are doing our events. Right. You know, we have a women empowerment event that we're doing sometime late September, early October. Yes. Be tuned for the announcement for the dates. We're going to be having a series of mixers. Conversations, vision board parties, and we have a our our first event is going to be a tea party. Yep. So we're going to have all the girl time that we can with our little tea hats. Yes. So our big tea hats, I should say. Yes. <laughs> like I really want to. We really want to bring it back to quality girl girl time. Mm-hmm. You know, self care, self love, manifestation, girl power, woman empowerment. Yes. There's all like something of that. healing about. Hearing a woman, hearing a woman speak about things that you've been through and being able to relate to you, you know, and I think that's why we stayed friends. Is like, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, you relate to each other. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And back to the whole postpartum thing, like a lot of people underlook it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, I rather somebody overlook that. Yeah, re- like overstand it than yeah. not understand it at all. Right. Because I'm telling you that mind that, that process where your mind goes, the different hormones, your mood swings, like mm-hmm. girl, I was crazy. <laughs> what were you doing? I was so crazy. <laughs> what was like, happening? I would I would spaz out, you know, like I, sometimes I had a valid reason. You know. You know. Men are still gonna be men. But even if they are supportive. I feel like if I wasn't going through postpartum and the whole pregnancy hormones, I probably wouldn't have reacted the times I did, how I did. Right. But, but it's hormones, though. It's, yeah, like, you know what? He's still here and he loves me for it. So. Right. <laughs> like, how do you think, like, were you able to relate to, like, other women that had kids with it? Or did you just feel, like, very alone during that process? I felt so alone. Like, mm. everybody I spoke to had different experiences. True. You know? And um, it was like, mine, mine didn't sound like theirs. Right. And it didn't feel like theirs. And um, I, I, I feel like, like, towards the end, I was miserable. Mm. Like, I was very, very miserable. Like, I didn't want to be pregnant anymore. Was, you know, I was so tired and drained was overwhelmed, like, being a first-time mom is just different, you know, like, it's a whole new life you're looking after, a whole new human being, something that you're responsible, not for the next 18 years, but for their whole damn life, life. so, that right there kind of just 
it put me in a different mind state. And um, man, we have to do a whole. We gotta do another segment of just on just postpartum. I feel like talking about postpartum. You really gotta talk about your experiences. Like, I feel like a lot of no, women, no, yeah, no they filter, don't dive into it. No filter, full on detail, and just hardcore, raw, uncut. Right. Like just explaining about everything you know that I went through, and uh, I want to hear more what a lot of the other girls have to say. Because it's an elephant in the room. Like postpartum is an elephant in the room that they know it's there, but I feel like even women who are going through it, like y'all can't explain the feeling to other women, even though. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're all women. We can all reproduce. It's yeah. something individual to you that you're feeling that it's going to be harder to communicate to other women. You can't. You Like, even now, still, like, it's hard for me to talk to him sometimes because I feel like he looks at me like I'm crazy sometimes. <laughs> like, some stuff yeah, that I'm saying. Crazy, well, no, <laughs> it's just, it's something that no one else is going to be able to understand right. unless they've literally been in your shoes or they're going through it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, come on, try explaining to a guy about why you feel so empty but have no reason. And they don't know. And you're crying for no reason. Know. And <laughs> like, shit, it's I like don't ex- know. It's, it's, like, it's like explaining color to a blind person. Like, he's, they're never, men are never going to know mm-hmm. how postpartum feels. Because they don't know, they are never going to know how birth feels. Yeah. Like, you know, and it's not just the postpartum, it's the whole pregnancy. It's, you're a woman, we're super women. Right. We've got superpowers. Like, <sighs> come on, ain't no guy yeah. who can do what we do. And all. then snap back and look like, like a baddie right after. Like, come like, on. Girl, like, let's talk this, about your snapback, girl. baby was just five months ago, okay? I'm you are right here. back to where I met you. Like, yeah. You are right we back go. there. <laughs> shout am. out to your trainer. <laughs> no, shout out to my surgeon. Yes. <laughs> Period. Yeah. We are right back. Mm-hmm. Like, women have the capability to bounce. Like, you can go through the darkness of postpartum. You can go through that depression and that lack of, you know, of space and then come Man, back. Man, I remember my mom who called me. What's wrong with you? No, I don't want to do this now. Like, <laughs> like, but there's no going back. Going back. Just calm down. Just relax. Can't do nothing about it now. <laughs> it's, it's a wrap now. It's, it's, a it's wrap. over with. It's here. Deal with it. It's over with. So, I wouldn't change it for the world, though. I mm. feel like it made me stronger. It's still making me stronger. It's making me think. Think about everything more. Right. You know, like, I used to be the type to just react. <laughs> now you gotta think twice. Girl, I think about four times before I. <laughs> Not four times. I think about four times before I do something or say something because I'm like, hmm. okay. Right. Oh, right. Girl, it's just <laughs> a different type of. It's just a different type of life that you chose for yourself, though. Mm-hmm. Like, but at the end of the day, like, you would never go back, right? Like, you would never trade it for anything. It's hard, but you. Are managing it. Even I, you know, I still have girls come up to me or ask me, like people that I know, you know, dancing. Hey, would you go back to when you gonna go back to dancing? Never, never, never. Once you make that conscious decision to dip and to there's, it's not gonna feel the same. I put my time in. I did ten years. Right. You know. You graduated. You graduated from the streets. Done we're done. That. We're done. Though. This is the full on mom thought. <laughs> okay, 
I am content where I'm at. I am happy, and, you know, I just can't wait to grow. It caused you to really rise above, like, rise above that And situation. I know I'm not done. I know I'm not done. Like, come on, there's so much more to life. I still want to travel the world. Right. There's so much stuff that I want to do. Exactly. And I think about the stuff now. Dancing held me back. Mm. Do you Dancing think it helped did. Yeah. I think it held me back from exploring new things. I was so used to the club. Mm. So used to just going to work. So used to that money. Like, it, it held me back a lot. You, do you feel like, because I feel like whenever you work in the nightlife and you are and you have to report to work every single weekend, one thing to me that became different was having my weekends. Like, having weekends to myself was such a, it was such a, like, a privilege that I didn't think of. Like, now I'm like, I don't want to do nothing. Like, because well, we're so used to being, having to you know, be the that life of the party. usually, like, that's where you make your most money. Yeah, you have to be the life of the party during that moment. But now that you just get to, like, sit with yourself and, like, really, like, train your nervous system to I not be to, on I have to force myself to have mode. off days. Yeah. You know, like, I would work every single day. Yeah. Just because I wanted to. Because I needed to. Because I wanted survival to. mode. And um, even when the days I didn't go in. You know, I was outside. Right. <laughs> Promoting for real. Like, I was promoted for work. I was outside. Yeah. So it was really honestly no days off. Right. It, even when I'm not at the at the club working, you know, I'm still outside. Right. So it was no, it was nothing, no off days. It was seven days a week. It was, just, it was a lifestyle. It's is what it was. Day it was night. a lifestyle. Day and that's and what night. makes it so hard to detach from it too. Is and it's like it's consumes you. Like yeah. it's it's your Every day. So and what else do you need to do? Shit, you got the food there at the club. You got the <laughs> You got the you food. So, so I'm going to got some weed somewhere. <laughs> like, shit, you need to take a shower in here, shower. You got a shower Got a locker. You never have to go anywhere. <laughs> you, can, you can work the day shift and the night shift. Some clothes, they got hairstylists and makeup artists that work up in there. You really have, didn't have to go nowhere. You didn't have to go nowhere. But it was like, for me, I felt like, it instilled some kind of, like, lack mentality in me. Because I'm like, I always felt like I needed to make more. I always felt like I needed to make more. It wasn't until, like, it was I slowed down. It was always never enough. It was never enough. Till I slowed down, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> it was, never, it was yeah. never enough for me. I could make 5000 and I'd be like, nah, Tomorrow I, I want to make six. <laughs> Tomorrow I want to make six. Nah, I got to go back. Yeah. <laughs> I'll spend $50. All right. Time to go to work. Right. Mm-hmm. Once you factor everything in. It's like, oh, back to square one. But I'm glad I, I overstepped all that that mindset. and It's shit. over with. It's a new that, chapter. Yeah, that it's money always going to be there. I ain't never worried about it. I'm good where mm-hmm. I'm at now. But yes. Uh, but yeah. yeah, y'all. But yes, girl, thank you so much for coming on. We have, we have events me. coming up in the Houston area, and we'll both post them on our pages. So stay so, tuned. Yes, and let my audience know where they can find you. Like, say your um, your Instagram handle one more time, just in case yeah. they didn't get it the first so time. So my Instagram name is Lexis.Medina, uh, dot underscore. And uh, that's the only social media I got right now. I don't do Facebook, I don't do Twitter, and I don't do threads, and I don't do Snapchats. So. I don't even know how to work threads, Or girl. TikTok. Oh. You can find me on Instagram. <laughs> 
If you can't find my page or what I just said, you can find it on hers. She will yes, tag me I will up today. Tag and share. Yes, <laughs> and um, I hope to look forward to speaking with a lot all you women. Yes. Come to the event. We have know? so much to talk about. We have so yes. much girl bonding to do. I, know. I feel like we're losing that because it's we're like we're gonna do another session and just talk, get it all out there. Raw, just uncut. get it out. Just like, get it out. I think we should really do that. Have a uh, uncut. Yes. Session one yes. day, so where we just no filter. I'm down Sorry, for maybe that. Maybe you can't come next time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's out there just grooving anyway. Right, 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 right. <laughs> David just out there, <laughs> toes out. But yes, and girl, thank you so much for no, coming. Thank you in. for having me, love. Thank you. All right, and that was today's episode of the Healing Hour. Bye, guys. Bye.